0: welcome to another episode of the fashion grunge podcast i am your host lauren hi i'm charles what's up everyone i'm really excited this is it's november today woohoo yay um i guess (laughs) i don't know i want this month to be over for lots of reasons and yeah, it's cold and rainy here today. So, this is kind of the perfect time to talk about this hilarious film from the late 90s called The Opposite of Sex by Dan or Don Roos. I was going to say Dan. Don Roos is the writer director, starring Christina Ricci, mm-hmm. among other people, but she's like the main character. So, yeah. Charles, are you excited? I am. I am. Um, you actually requested this because I wanted to do Goodfellas, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is entirely which is entirely different from the opposite of sex. That's like a three hour mob film by Scorsese, um, which is great. It's a super great film, but Charles was like, I want something a little bit like fluffier and like not as intense and i was like super
1: shallow i want (laughs) want a super shallow movie
0: (laughs) so i was like let's do the opposite of sex um and you're like yeah i was like it's on amazon prime for uh anyone out there uh check your amazon if you have prime it's out it's kind of a sleeper i want to say yeah um, it's not a film a lot of people know
1: i don't think well um i i I think this well this movie came out when i was about 15 i think this was like the first one the first big like not not big but one of the first like independent movies i was really like fascinated by
0: yeah it's definitely Um, indie definitely um, has that 90s indie spirit you know back in the 90s when you would see sony pictures classics mm -hmm. like you knew it was good because they were like the indie uh distributor for a lot of uh independent movies like slc punk i think was like Sony picture classic and a few other ones, but I feel like you always see that blue screen and like the trailer and you're like, Oh, it's going to be good. Yeah. there <laughs> It's going to be an indie.
1: There was like a really like in, independent movie theater in like, in like a uh, Tenleytown town friendship Heights area on like oh, the on, circle. On, yeah. Um, yeah it, um, it, it was sort of like across the street from, from like steak and
0: shake. You know, yeah, yeah, a steak and egg, yeah, 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 (laughs) um, yeah, the circle, I think it was like Tenley Circle, yeah, I think they only had like three or four theaters, um, yeah,
1: they did, but like, um, but like, um, I, um, but um, I was really, um, liked sort of going to see movies or just because you saw posters for like stuff that looked so different and like, you know, like just weird, um, but yeah, um, totally,
0: we had a few. Theaters like that. Let's see. We have okay, now we have E Street. Yeah. Assuming that there are gonna be movie theaters like opening anytime soon. And then we have some in Bethesda
1: mm-hmm.
0: and stuff. But um yeah, I mean I remember that that Townley Circle theater. I think I went there one time and I think I saw Dancer in the dark. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's where I saw that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think it closed down like a a while ago it's a bank yeah
1: no i i think it's been closed for a while too Um,
0: yeah it's been at least like 10 or 15 years maybe yeah yeah it's definitely been a long time but yeah this is definitely one of those kind of films that you would see in an indie kind of art house uh crowd that's a big boom for the 90s is that there were so many great independent films coming out Mm -hmm. all the time which i think in the 80s eh you Know there'd be independent films, but it was basically you know studio pictures. Uh, yeah. so now it's it's cool that in the 90s was really really explorative and just cool,
1: yeah. Um, like, um, my uh sister used to rent a lot of good movies like from the l- library. Um, oh, yeah, like, um, and it, it, it was weird, you don't really. Th- thinking about going to as as is a good place to, like find like you know good good stuff but it, it really is yeah i used um, to
0: check out cds from the library
1: yeah 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 I, um, I remember we watched this movie once called night on earth um mm-hmm. that's sort of like a um it, it's well, one no, no of writers in that right yeah 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 um, and it's sort of all it's like five short films like all about like taxi drivers
0: mm-hmm. um but um, is it jim jarmusch oh i don't remember let me see i'm gonna look that up
1: I think um, it is. Yeah, but I think that like each place or each each like uh each story takes place in like a different city. Like uh I think the first one is in New York and the other is in like Los Angeles and then I think one takes place in Paris and um I don't I forget where the fourth one takes place. I think the last one takes place in like Helsinki. It is
0: Jim Jarmusch. Oh okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh we should do that one. It's nineteen ninety one. Oh cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. And Gina Rollins. I was gonna say
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah. Giancarlo Esposito Mm -hmm. Rosie Perez like yeah it's pretty cool it's pretty cool yeah I'm so excited I didn't I haven't seen this film like I was gonna say the first time I remember seeing it I probably was at Mike's house because he has this on DVD and I think I might have even seen it like on tape or like on TV or something at his house because he had cable Mm-hmm. So I think I either saw it at his house or I probably rented it. Cause it was Christina Ricci and she's on the cover. Uh, yeah. It's like a really like stark cover, like red background. It looks really bold. And mm-hmm. I remember thinking like, God, she's so cool. Yeah. Um, Christina Ricci was like the, I mean, if people didn't know, I don't, I'm trying to think of who she'd be comparable to now, but I feel like she might, she might be considered, she was like an it girl. Like yeah. she came up around Winona Ryder's time, but she's a little bit younger. Than Winona. So like she was like around our age, isn't she? I think she's closer to our age than than Winona is. So she was in a lot of things in the nineties, like and after like now and then and uh she really got big on now and then. I mean Mm -hmm. I remember I remember her from that. And then she was in wasn't she in Mermaids with Cher and Winona Ryder? Um yeah, I believe that was her I, I think
1: it might be her first movie. And she is just adorable i
0: know and she's really little yeah she's like, she's like really tiny and she's in casper mm-hmm. which is another big um, one. Oh, um, then, um
1: she was in the movie pecker which 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 i just love
0: yeah um, i know i was gonna say like i was talking to mike about that earlier and i was like oh we should do pecker she's in fear and loathing oh, okay. in like 98 um she's then, in that movie and, the ice storm
1: and oh the ice storm yeah i remember that mm-hmm. um and she's also in sleepy hollow right
0: Yep. Adam's family. (laughs) That was a big one. 91. Yeah. She was like young. I think that was right after I'm looking now right after mermaid, she did something called the hard way. And then Adam's family. And that was like, she was kind of known for that. Yeah. I think for a while then she was in one episode of, Oh, she's in that episode of the Simpsons. That one where Lisa is in the summer. Oh yeah. You're right. (laughs) Yeah. And she's, and that's like one of the best episodes. What was that like season four or I don't know what season that is. It's 96. I want it might be either 6 or 7. It's so good. It's like the yeah. best one where like Lisa's t- like hanging with some cool kids and she looks like Blossom. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. That's such a great episode. Like, too. you know, whatever. <laughs> She's not like my mom. She'd be butting in with Rice Krispie squares and Tang. <laughs> and then Marge like quickly U-turns out. Because <laughs> that's what she has on her plate. That's really funny. But Christina Ricci has such a cool voice too. Mm-hmm. That's why I really like. like really like about her is that she has such a like really piercing scream like really piercing yelling voice and she has a really interesting just narration voice and i've noticed i don't know if there are any other films but prozac nation which is another really great film she narrates that as well okay um kind of like this have you seen prozac nation i don't think so with jessica lang oh it's great Okay, it's her cool. and Jessica Lange, and literally it's it's almost like <laughs> we should review it. It came out in the 2000s, so we could do it as a bonus. Um, it's literally almost like a stage play of just Christina Ricci and Jessica Lange chain smoking, walking through an apartment, like screaming at each other. <laughs> like there's so many scenes where she's just like completely losing it on her mom. And and my mom has seen uh, Jessica Lang like. She's, I think she's seen her basically like in these old films. Mm-hmm. So one time I was watching this like years ago and she was like, what's up with just calling? I've never seen her act like this. Like she's so loud and like screaming and chain smoking and like super intense. And Christina Ricci's like screaming back at her. And she's like, what movie is this? It's like, it's Prozac Nation. <laughs> and like Jason Biggs is in it. Michelle Williams is in it. Um, it's it's great. It's a really great film that, that could be on. It's sometimes on Netflix. Okay. That could be out there somewhere. Yeah. But um, um, she screams in that too.
1: <laughs> well, I, well, I know that Jessica Lang won her second Oscar for a movie I've never seen called Blue Sky. Um, What's that? And I think it's like her and like Tommy Lee Jones. And I think she plays oh. like a housewife, like I want to say the nineteen sixties, but I could be wrong. But I think she plays a housewife that has like really bad like bipolar stuff. Oh. So she just she just basically has these like like breakdown scenes that are just like epic.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean she's great at that type of acting.
1: But yeah, yeah, um, for
0: sure. My favorite character that she's ever played is definitely Constance in American Horror Story season one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she's that's I think my favorite uh, Jessica Lange iteration. I, I think it was really good. But yeah, when's the first time you saw this film?
1: Um, I don't, I don't remember exactly, but I remember hearing, um, hearing them talk about it in like some NPR station. Um, oh. And like they like played a scene from like um, when like um, when like uh, Christina Ricci and Ivan Sergei's character tell um, Bill that they're in love and that she's pregnant
0: and um, like one then, of my favorite scenes
1: <laughs> and then like um, just just that quote of like um, of like. L- l- Lisa Cooter being like you're gay you jerk and then like I'm serious, being like I'm bisexual and she's like oh please I went to a bar mitzvah once that doesn't make me Jewish <laughs> I
0: know <laughs> I was like she I literally I couldn't think of favorite lines because it's like everything that Christina Ricci and or Lisa Cooter say throughout the whole film is yeah. just so funny I, I don't I don't really
1: care about the other characters all that
0: much (laughs) I kind of like ivan sergey just because i used to watch that show jack and jill that was on the wb and he played jill um and there was like amanda pete was jack and sarah paulson she was she was in that show along with like simon rex okay some other random people but yeah yeah, they are basically the only ones i care about yeah it was like simon rex and andy kirk right uh justin
1: kirk justin kirk thank you
0: yeah it's so, it's, like, so, so weird. Like, it's so funny. That that, that show, I think, was on, like, two seasons or something. But
1: I used to really like it. Oh, God. The WB used to be so good.
0: <laughs> so good. I mean, and also Dawson's Creek is back on Netflix. And I was like... <laughs> Whoever doesn't have these DVDs at this point, like, or like I've bought everything, and they're like, I saw some article where they're like, oh, Dawson's Creek is back on Netflix. All these people are going to start viewing it again. I was like, the original music's not in it. I could care less. If you were going to bring back like every original music, so I could find out all these songs and like write them down for once and for all, mm-hmm. then I'd be excited about it. But I've seen Dawson's Creek like a million times and yeah. it's on hulu it's been on hulu forever so it's like <laughs> i uh i rem-
1: remember when like the first episode air and like the day after at school when like all the girls were like freaking out they're like oh my god did you see it did you see it yeah. and then like i think we we're in in like history class or something like the history teacher like freaked out and was like can you all stop talking about dancing's river for christ's sake and can, <laughs> I we, know. can we turn back to, to the american re- revolution (laughs)
0: i know i i remember that i was one of those girls that was was talking about it the day after i think i actually got on the phone like during commercial break with my friends and like (laughs) called and then like hung up and then like oh my god did you see what just happened and then after had a whole other recap even though we were gonna see each other in school the next day
1: yeah but (laughs) definitely
0: had that whole thing and i was watching um i was watching all of these old uh halloween episodes Mm -hmm. of tv shows last night in 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 remembrance of Halloween, so I was watching Buffy, uh, where oh, yeah. they turn into their costumes. I, and loved I was, that, episode. that one's so good, and then yeah. I was watching, and Xander was like super hot as like a military dude. Yeah, I think um,
1: in that episode, I think season two Xander is probably like the hottest one.
0: Yeah, and, I think so too. I mean, because I'm just saying, I liked him. construction Xander in season four.
1: Yeah, um, he wasn't he, bad. He does also join 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 the swim team. And so oh
0: you know, yeah, in season two. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> and then I was watching like my so called life. They have a good one. The nine hundred two one zero one, where like Luke mm. Perry was like Clyde. Uh, oh, like they're yeah. like Bonnie and Clyde is super good I think I posted it on Instagram uh, yesterday and like Freaks and Geeks has another really good one but I was just thinking like oh god this is just like so it's just so crazy how like the WB was just like everything I mean they had Buffy they had Felicity they had just like so many great so many great shows Roswell oh yeah Roswell we had it good yeah. <laughs> we had it really good yeah. in the 90s I mean there are a lot of choices now So, I mean, I guess there's that. We didn't have many choices. Like, I mean, there were only major shows on regular channels. So, it's like we didn't really have the option to be into, like, a really niche show Mm -hmm. because, you know, no one would watch it. Oh, I know what I was going to say. So, I was watching a Buffy episode yesterday – and it was like one of the ones in season five or whatever. And and Spike is like watching TV and he's watching Dawson's Creek, but you don't see it. But you just see him looking at the TV and he's like, God, Pacey, she doesn't love you. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Like, God, Pacey, she never loved you. And then he, like, I think Buffy walked in and was like, What are you doing? <laughs> like, he's like watching TV in this crypt. <laughs> that was really funny. Um, yeah, cool. So, wait, did you find any behind the scenes? Um, no, not not
1: really um don Roos, the director also wrote the um screenplay for a single white F- female
0: yes i wrote that um, down which
1: i thought was kind of cool um super cool and christine and christina ricci was nominated for a golden globe for this movie i know it's cool um i mean like in terms of awards i mean the golden globe is kind of like you know the crack award like it's not something you know I particularly it's not take, the
0: emmy it's, it's not the oscar yeah
1: it's i mean i don't know like i mean people don't really it, i don't really think it matters all that much but i guess people you don't i think it does i mean i don't know it, it's it's like fine <laughs>
0: but i think it's I well i think the the reason why okay the reason why i think it's a big deal is because i'm glad that claire danes won it for my so-called life yeah that's because cool. she deserved that and what i think is cool about it is that the golden globe is the hollywood foreign press mm-hmm so that's what's kind of cool. It's more of like overseas, yeah. it's almost like getting a BAFTA. Okay. Like you're kind of like getting props from like the overseas crowd. Granted, you do want, I guess, the people here, but so much of voting and like those kind of things is so like, it's so political. Mm-hmm. Like, they already, you can. I mean, I think I was talking about this with Jai the other day, or maybe I mentioned it on a podcast, I don't remember, but you could kind of tell last season, Oscar season, or whenever that was, that Brad Pitt was getting that Oscar for Tarantino's film. Yeah. Like, you could just tell that, like, he was everywhere. He was winning every award that would come before the Oscar. And I was like, all right, they're gonna, they're like campaigning for him to get the supporting Oscar now because he hasn't gotten one, right? He hasn't gotten any for acting.
1: No, he was nominated
0: for 12 Monkeys, I remember. That was like, a long time ago. Yeah, like
1: and then I think he was nominated for like uh, Benjamin Button and like Monthe for
0: lead, back. right?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But yeah, he's never won lead. No, no, not yet. I mean, I'm sure he probably will. He plays Hollywood's game. So does Leo. Yeah. I mean, Leo got it eventually. Or, well, yeah, eventually. Yeah, he got it. But I don't know why he was nominated for, like, I didn't think Leo deserved to be nominated for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I mean, it was good, but yeah. he had maybe one scene that i thought was really great was that one where he was like over drinking in his trailer and he was like screaming at himself and like talking to himself and it was like a really insanely long tarantino scene where it's like 15 goddamn minutes with Mm -hmm. like no cuts i was like jesus (laughs) tarantino like edit this shit man i mean it's good but some of this shit needs to be edited down (laughs) like some of these scenes are like a bit long but that's just for me obviously like his that's his deal but but i was like i don't know why he got nominated for that i was like but you know Tarantino. He hasn't won a director yet, has he?
1: I don't know. I don't think so. No. Think he's won screenplay a couple times. I think he won Same it. Same
0: with Wes Anderson. Oh, choke on Yeah, me. well, I don't oh. think Wes
1: Anderson, Anderson has no. won anything so far. <laughs>
0: Wait, hasn't he won best screenplay? Nope.
1: He, no. Yeah, I think he's been nominated for some movie he did i don't i don't really care but um like um, i love
0: that we should have like a wes anderson diss uh like a shade uh oh he's been nominated for seven oscars yeah 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 i mean not that it means anything to win a fucking oscar but
1: but, the thing that like does suck is i is i don't know I, i guess i could see them giving him like a consolation award for something at some point
0: yeah i'm sure i mean i know he has his like kitschy vibe and like uh I think Jai likes I'm so Anderson <laughs> I'm everything's pink <laughs> and pastel and just so 60s <laughs> it's like okay all right I get it it's just it's not my vibe all right just, yeah. just, it's not my vibe if I want some some weird imagination I want like Gregor Rocky, that's what I want <laughs> that's I mean, my I, weird imagination I,
1: I, I just had this, like, horrible experience of, like, being dragged to, like, some Wes Anderson movie when I was, like, 15, and, like, this, everyone in the theater was just, like, losing their shit over, over it, and I was just like, oh, that's... I don't, for some for some reason I was just not in like a good mood and it, I just I just did not enjoy myself at all. And like I
0: just And it just carried throughout your entire life. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> ever since then, like whatever bad day you were having that you've attached to Wes Anderson has just carried through I mean, throughout
1: your whole life. I mean, I don't know. I just remember the last time my mom like sort of like bullied me into watching a movie with her, and I was like, oh, god and i just remember texting i think it was you the entire time to be like why is this happening to me (laughs) dear god help me please make it end
0: (laughs) yeah that's pretty much how uh another one of our our bonding uh friendship qualities is our intense hate for wes anderson we're two hours into this movie and nothing has happened nothing not a goddamn thing And then, unlike this film, where I could barely write notes because everything fucking happens. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like every like five minutes, she's like, "So we stole this money, and then we're blackmailing, and we stole some ashes." And I was like, "Okay, "Okay, this is like I'm gonna have to only make short notes for this movie because if you haven't seen the film, which clearly you're gonna be seeing it while you're listening." Um, then you will have no idea what's going on. So I can't tell you every plot point, but you've seen the film uh, listeners. So I'm assuming that you'll know what we're talking about, but um, okay. I have some behind the scenes notes before we get completely off track and just trash Wes Anderson for the next hour, which is fine because everyone's entitled to their opinion and we're not ABC news. So it's fine. Um, So the movie was made for $5 million. Okay. And it got 6.4 at the box office Mostly in rentals, I think, and definitely like indie theaters when it first came out, but it did make some money on rentals. Okay. It was shot in June and July of 97, which is kind of su- like expect unexpected that it's only shot in like two months. I feel like that's really short.
1: Yeah. yeah. They
0: did a lot. Um. And I said like Richie was widely praised for her performance. So obviously, you said she got the Globe. She got a nomination, right? She didn't win. Yeah, I think so. okay um and then yeah also the fact also besides a single white female dan roos or why are you calling dan don roos wrote boys on the side bounce and he had the show web therapy with lisa kudrow as well Okay, which i didn't see or uh but yeah he did that and the the movie happy endings too which is another film
1: have you seen that because i have not
0: no i have not i think i've heard of it though let me see who's in that I feel like is that a sitcom i think there's a movie though let me see 2005 yeah it's a movie oh jesse bradford and lisa kudrow okay so he's worked with lisa kudrow like a fair amount of times laura dern's in it jason ritter tom arnold i have not seen it but it's on tubi right now for free okay so yeah check that out uh, I like Jesse Bradford. Yeah, I do. I don't see him in a lot. And he wrote and directed this, Don Bruce. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Um, yeah, that's all I have. Cool. Which is cool. Boys on the Side's another good movie too.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, I um I heard it was I heard I heard it was based on a memoir. Which um, oh is it? I yeah, because like I, I um because or um, I guess it's like based on on, on true story. Oh. Um, but um, but, um I, I'm sort of interested in reading that at some point.
0: Oh uh, cool. Yeah. We should do it. We should review uh Boys on the Side.
1: Yeah, yeah. I like
0: it's another good one. Yeah, it's a really good one. That's if the you one haven't with seen
1: that. Drew Barrymore and Brittany Murphy, right?
0: Uh yeah, Drew Barrymore. Uh no, I think is Brittany Murphy in this one? Is she in this one?
1: Wait, is Boys on the Side the one where Drew Barrymore is like 15 and pregnant?
0: Yes. No, no. It's the one where they go to they're, it's on like a road trip.
1: Oh, is that the one with like? Is she pregnant? That one, I don't remember. It's been been a long time. Whoopi Goldberg. Yes.
0: Okay. Okay. Whoopi Goldberg's in it. Mary Louise Parker. I'm just looking at Google now, but I remember it's like a road trip movie. The one with oh, you know that the one where she's pregnant is riding in cars with boys. Oh, okay. Okay. I think that's it. That's the one that has Drew Barrymore and Brittany Murphy. Okay. And she, I think she is pregnant. I think. Yeah, because it's like the '60s. Yeah, that one's based on a true story. Oh. That one's based on like a definite uh, okay, okay, a definite uh, what do you call it? Memoir. But the other one could be too. Um, I, th- I think yeah, the th- other th- one could. I think be.
1: Writing cars with boys is what I was. Thinking.
0: Yeah, because they sound- yeah, they're like very similar. That's another good one. That's two thousand one. Yeah, boys on the side. She's like really young in that one. The one okay. be- yeah, um, yeah, cool. Well, let's get into this movie. Okay, okay. So in the beginning, we meet Dee Dee Pruitt. Who's in Louisiana? She's sixteen years old. This is Christina Ricci. So she narrates throughout the film, and she's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I can't even like. I just can't. I just wrote like, uh, I wrote, Ricci is so loving, loving playing this like tramped out girl. <laughs> like she just has like it's almost like Black Snake Moan. Yeah, do that. No, it's like she just plays that so well. Yeah. Like that that kind of character which I really like. I really like when she has blonde hair too. Yeah. I feel like blonde Christina Ricci is a different vibe from like brunette Christina Ricci. Mm. <laughs> um which is so funny. And then like like you were saying earlier, uh her stepdad well we find out uh, that her stepdad dies and she's at his funeral like smoking and like sitting in the sitting in the chair and like the mom is like freaking out and she's like throw the dirt throw the dirt do like I showed you and she just starts heaving shit at the coffin and then just like kicking it and she's like smoking with cleavage all the way down like a Marilyn Monroe type dress where it's like a halter top um and then she's just like She chain smokes about the entire film, which is so funny. Yeah. Um, Which I think she like throws all this shit at his coffin. And then she's like, so I'm running away. (laughs) So I pack my bags and then I'm taking this gun. Remember this later. So I like how she talks to the audience Mm -hmm. too. She's not just narrating the film. She's like telling you like, this is called foreshadowing. Remember that I have this gun. It will come back. And then, um, She's going to find her half-brother, and she's like, I'm going to go live with him in, like, Indiana, which is so weird because I'm pretty sure that's a street in L.A. because that's the neighborhood they use for, like, every Midwestern neighborhood. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, like, I feel like in Ferris Bueller, it looked like that. Oh, okay. Like, where his house was, it looked like that area of L.A. That moved, that show, Little Fires Everywhere. I'm pretty sure they filmed on the same street, like, because it's, it's like, it's a typical suburban street, and you can't really tell where it is. Mm-hmm. Like in LA, it doesn't have like palm trees and stuff on it. But who knows? Which I think is really funny. So then she like goes up to her half brother's place, who's played by Martin Donovan. His name is Bill, and he's gay and he had a partner, and the partner died from I think AIDS or HIV. I'm not sure. Yes. And um, but he had a lot of money. He was like a stockbroker in the '80s, so he has this like really really nice house. And then he she goes to the door, and it's like Ivan Sergei, (laughs) who like answers the door, and he's like young like a lot younger than her boy than her brother i think they're like half brothers right Yeah, you had the same mom I think they had the same no dad same dad that's right yeah. and um and then she's like hey i'm like the half sister and he's like uh hey what's up i'm like this young boy toy <laughs> and i was like ivan sergey is the boyfriend i miss him from jack and jill he um does look
1: he does he does look very like you know like kind of he has this very, like, um, he's very sexy but in this movie, but he just sort of doesn't really seem to be aware of what's going on a lot of the time.
0: Yeah, he I definitely guess. is pretty, de- like, silly. Yes. He's, like, pretty ditzy.
1: I mean, I- <laughs> yeah. He, like, I mean, I, I, I know that Lisa Kudor's character calls him stupid a lot, but he, I don't think he's as dumb as, like, she, like, portrays him to be.
0: Yeah, you know, and, and I think at one point she says like you're not as dumb as you want everyone to think you are, or yeah. like he's not as dumb as you think, or something like that. Yeah, so she says to to Bill, and I think it's just okay. So he's a school teacher, and it's so weird that Lisa Kudrow is uh, Lucia, <laughs> even <laughs> though she's like I know my name's supposed to be pronounced Lucia, but my other sister like what was it like uh, Marsha. <laughs> Trisha, yeah. She's like, so I just figured CIA is a shah, so I'm Lucia. And I think it's so funny that like he she is the sister of his partner who died and she literally has just inserted herself in his life. Yeah. <laughs> like well, she's
1: just stuck around. Well, I think they both teach at the same school. So Oh, that's
0: right, they do. Um
1: oh and I, I do like how before we meet her, the like um the, the like Christina Rishi voiceover is just like everything was fine until she showed up.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. And she, well, so I think she introduced them like her brother and bill because she wanted like her brother to have friends or something. Mm-hmm. And she was like, just thinking they would go like surfing or like not surfing, fishing or something together. And then lo and behold, they end up like dating. Yeah, I think, and she, I think Christina Ricci says like, yeah, she just wanted them to like have fun and like do manly stuff together. And they ended up with their dicks in each other's mouths. <laughs> like, that's what she says. And well, I was like, she's like, okay, whatever.
1: There is nothing more manly than that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Like doing manly shit together, whatever. Like, and so she's like, I, I love that, that I forgot that they taught at the same school, but even though after he died, I would think that she would be kind of like resentful of, I mean, she is kind of resentful of Bill because he like lives in this house. He doesn't really have to work. It seems yeah. that he just does because he has a lot of money from when his partner died and he's now with this boy toy, which she has to have known about. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like she knew about that, which I think is super funny. And um, so anyway, so then, like, well, yeah, we meet Lucia. So then Didi and Matt is Ivan, Sergei, the boyfriend, like mm-hmm. the new boyfriend. So Didi is like, whatever. This guy does not look gay at all. Like, this is so weird. Like this young guy. So then they hang out by the pool Like, she's like, we started hanging out a lot. (laughs) Like, she was totally, like, planning to trap this guy. Meanwhile, she is 16. Keep this in mind. And she's, like, talking about, like, how come you you know you're really gay if you've never slept with a woman, blah, blah, blah. Trying to, like, totally rationalize everything. And because he's pretty fucking stupid, they're, like, (laughs) the next flash is, like, so we were just getting it on all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And then she, like, proceeds to tell him that she's late. And he has, like, no idea what that means. And he's like, oh, uh, I'll drive you. And she's like, no. Like, I didn't get my period. I was like, oh, my God, this guy. And he's like, oh, my God. Well, we got to find out what happens. Like, maybe, like, this will happen and this will happen. And, and then I'm like, she's kind of like, uh, okay, well, we need to tell them, but we need to do it in stages. We can't tell them all right away. So, okay. So let's just tell them that we're like hooking up and then we'll later have to break into them. And then one of my favorite scenes is when they all find out, like they're all just sitting and like, they're all just sitting and talking. And I think he's like, so uh, we've been doing this and then we got to do this before the baby comes. And then before we get married, they're like, wait, what? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, uh, I'm pregnant. And yeah, we've been messing around, and <laughs> like, she's like, "Oh my god!" Like, I love her reaction to uh to like finding out this news. It's just so funny. Yeah, I,
1: I think this is probably one of the best scenes in the entire movie. Um, yeah,
0: it it totally is. <laughs> like totally, um, totally, totally like, is. I,
1: mean, I, I think most of my quotes that I like are like from the specific scene. Um, like um, there's like a point when she like recommends that she get an abortion and then, um, and then, um, and then she just, like, screams out loud, am I the only one who wants to kill someone? Um, and then, um, and then, like, you know, Dee, Dee is like, well, I guess I'll light up a cigarette, and then, you know, and then, like, Lucia is like, smoking is bad for the baby, and then Dee Dee's like, like, you care, or was it someone else who mentioned b- abortion?
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> and
1: then, um, and then I, like, um, Love how uh, Lush is like, well, maybe you're a blessing in disguise. A fucking good disguise.
0: <laughs> I know. A fucking good one. And I love how, I love how, uh, when Matt's like, well, you know, like we're going to do all this before we get married, blah, blah, blah. And then Dee, Dee says, like, I don't think it's something we should just rush into. And, and, uh, Lucia's like, oh, no, 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 but bring another human life onto the planet. That's whim time. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just totally fine. And I love that it's like, <laughs> I love that. I love that it's just, like, this total, like... And granted, she's underage. Yeah. Like, yeah. she's 16 and he's, what, 25?
1: Yeah, I think he's, like, 25 or 26, something like that. Yeah, like, what the fuck? I mean... I just,
0: like, yeah, it's just okay. really crazy. It's just... <laughs> it's really fucking crazy, but it's really funny, too. Um, So, yeah, I was like, she's so underage. Oh, my God. So then Matt and Didi leave the house and they're, like, taking off and they took the safe deposit money, which was 10 grand. Yes. And of course, uh Bill is like gonna cover for him and he's not gonna like press charges or anything crazy. And then I wrote, okay, so then he doesn't know where they went, they've just taken off. She's like, We're pregnant and we're gonna go raise this baby somewhere else. And <laughs> she just like keep in mind the story is fucking batshit and like just weird shit just keeps happening all the time. Yeah. I love <laughs> this is within like the first like fifteen 15- yeah. Minutes. So like Yeah, we've whatever. barely gotten into like the story and there's no like real main point of the story. It's just like following these different people to see what is going to happen next yeah. really. Um and then oh my god, we get Johnny Galecki who's like This super weird, uh, with a stripe in his hair, like, kind of sort of grungy, late 90s gay guy.
1: I'm pretty sure I dated this person in college.
0: (laughs) (laughs) right? Like, he definitely does not, like, he definitely is, like, super weird, but then he's... Then he's like yelling because Matt is his boyfriend <laughs> and he's like, take it off. And he's talking to bill and he's like, where is he? I bet you've killed him. You've probably killed him and dumped him somewhere. What the fuck's going on? Like, why won't you tell me where he is? He's like, dude, I don't know where he is. And then he's like, well, uh, you know, I'm going to go to the cops and file a missing persons report. And I'm going to tell them that you molested me when we were in school and you were my teacher and he's like what but that's (laughs) not even true and he's like well if you find Matt then I'll drop the the suit I was like oh my (laughs) god this is so crazy um and also keep in mind that the local cop is fucking Lyle Lovett
1: yeah (laughs) Um,
0: aka Carl (laughs)
1: um so uh, I I guess he's like a singer or something I don't I don't don't, he was
0: married to Julia Roberts (laughs) that's all you need to know for like Two okay. years. I mean, um, I I think it was like, I
1: mean, I don't like I remember watching this movie with my mom and like she was like, oh, it's Lyle Lovett. And I was like, I don't know who, who Lyle Lovett is. I'm sorry. And so
0: he was the only marriage he's ever had with Julia Roberts from '93 to '95.
1: Okay, well, two years in Hollywood is like ten years in the real world.
0: Yeah, it's true. And wow. Julia Roberts, God help him.
1: <laughs> um, I hate Julia Roberts. <laughs> I mean, super lame. I, I mean, I mean, sleep, Sleeping with the Enemy is a really good movie. I'm just I'm just gonna say it.
0: I haven't seen it. And I haven't seen Pretty Woman. Don't don't at me. <laughs> I'm I, not um, going to see you know, it based on principle. Now,
1: you know, to be honest, I I thought Pretty Woman was kind of overrated. Um oh, thank god! Thank God. <laughs> but like, uh, but like that said, mid '90s Julia Roberts is like. I'll go through like these stages where I like to w- watch group groups of movies at once, and like I'll go through a stage where I like consistently am like I want mid '90s Julia Roberts. So.
0: Yep. Notting hill my best friend's wedding um yeah there's also the pelican brief and yeah, yeah. that's um, not a grisham book yeah i think so the pelican brief, the, the pelican brief. like uh, the rainmaker yeah yeah and
1: like the firm is the firm a, a grisham book yeah and like he also did the client um <laughs> the
0: firm the client <laughs> <laughs> yeah the pelican brief <laughs> so funny
1: um anyway
0: Okay, so loud love, it's the cop in town. All right, so the media is all at the high school. This is causing like a big hubbub. And oh my fucking god, it's Mary goddamn Cherry from Popular. Oh, yeah. I, w- I was like looking down for a second, and then I heard her voice and I was like, oh, it's Mary Cherry. She's <laughs> oh my god, her name's Leslie Grossman. She's fucking hilarious. She's in some horror story seasons now, but I came to know her as Mary Cherry from the WB show Popular.
1: Oh, so um I started watching the um American Horror Story nineteen eighty four is she in that one? Yep. She, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Did you watch Cult
1: yet? I started. I didn't. Um. I, I, I. Um. I think I got like two or three episodes in
0: it's really scary now because it's literally like a repeat of what the fuck's happening but yeah
1: like, i um if I'll, i i might wait until this election's over before
0: i, I started start. watching house of cars that was a bad move <laughs> i'm now like so deep and i'm just like everything's fucking corrupt god damn it like it's just so crazy i'm like this is fucking nuts
1: um, um so, oh I, I do like mary Terry's quote when she's talking to yeah what plane, is her quote? and she's like Jesus Christ and his apostles were certainly not into man on man action um which <laughs> which I'm proud to say blockbuster does not carry we're very family oriented um, and like there. and uh, <laughs> and I never realized how much rage I have at blockbuster because like for some reason I just they they were okay but they just never they never really seemed to like no, I don't know, they just didn't, never seemed to carry a lot of good stuff. Like No,
0: they didn't. Like, Everything was always out.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, um, like, I don't know. Like, there's this period of time when I had to live in Alabama. Anyway, but, um, <laughs> like, um, I, um, I was, like, trying to find the movie Some Like It Hot, you know, that, like, was made in 1960. And so I went to the clerk at Blockbuster, and I was like, do you have the movie Some Like It Hot?, And I guess he thought I meant like a pornographic movie. (laughs) Like he he just like shook his head and like dropped his brows. Like no, we don't care anything like that.
0: He's like, we also don't carry a film about two men dressing up as a woman to get away from a gangster. Um, we, don't, we don't agree with that either. They probably didn't agree with that either, even though it has Marilyn Monroe. Shout out to some Like a it Hot. It's a great film, yeah. if uh, anyone has, hasn't seen it. but. I was going to say this is literally a screenplay waiting to happen as like some random force has, has made you live in Alabama for like a year and you just go on this like downward spiral with this like young man who spends way too much time at Blockbuster and buys like a copious amounts of DVDs. <laughs> Yeah. Like you were ordering <laughs> everything like i think at one point like i lived in california and you like mailed me all of 90210 yeah. <laughs> like and i was watching it i was like mailing it back and i was like i'm gonna get through this, <laughs> I'm <gonna do> this. <laughs> and i was like and then uh, then after a while you just had like a massive purge and you just like sold everything yeah
1: well i i like took a I like took a picture of my DVD collection one day, and I was like, "Um, this this might be starting to become a problem." I'm embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I mean, do I really need to own the first four seasons of Jersey Shore? Like, oh, I had Viva La Bam. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I, I love Jersey Shore, but
0: uh, seasons one through four are fucking gold. Season one of Jersey Shore is so fucking good. Oh, I know, and like, the first season is so
1: good. I know, and then I like love season two when I, when I think they're in Miami.
0: Um, oh they go to italy is pretty good too
1: yeah <laughs> and um there's like that scene where like mike the situation like bashes his head against the wall on purpose because he's in a yeah. fight with ronnie anyway
0: but <laughs> yeah there's also one where like nicole gets in like a or Snooky gets in a massive fight and this guy fucking hits her
1: yeah you know and, and it, it, fucking it, brawl you no know, and, and it's weird because he's like a full-grown man and, yeah like,
0: oh I mean, yeah and she's a woman no matter what but she's like he literally hits her without provocation. It's nuts. And I can't believe MTV like didn't step in. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know that it's reality, but theirs was a bit more of a scripted reality. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't like real world. Even though I'm really surprised. I was watching another like uh, side note. I was watching Real World Seattle the other day. And I was watching the episode where Steven slapped Irene. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so shocked that MTV like took this like somewhat of a I don't want to say like backseat because they didn't take a backseat because they did, like, show the cast the, the film and footage. But I can't believe they didn't just immediately kick him out. Yeah. Like, I, I can't believe that they gave them a choice and they kind of gave um Stephen the time to, like, go to each roommate and kind of plead his case mm-hmm. why he shouldn't be allowed to go home. And it's like, but now, if you're on, like, one of those shows, like, The Challenge or whatever the fuck, if you hit anyone, you're out. Yeah. Like, you don't, they don't even, like... There's no, like, whether or not it was justified or, like, he got into a fight with someone, whatever. It doesn't matter. And the fact that he's a woman. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's a a man and he hit a woman. Yeah. Like, too. I thought that was, like, really crazy. But I guess they were trying to, like, I, I don't know the reason, but I'm assuming they were trying to keep, like, somewhat of integrity, Uh, like like in the story like neutrality like they're just there to document but in some ways you they have to step in they did the same thing in the next season with hawaii they stepped in with ruthie i mean she was driving drunk and they filmed her and they and they caught her outside the car and they were like don't do this Mm -hmm. and she was like fuck you and she got like grabbed the keys if i mean like that's when it got like really murky as to like reality tv and like when should you step in yeah um and things like that but yeah that was super crazy
1: yeah um yeah like um i i like seattle isn't my favorite season like um i i i I like the cast i just don't love them all that much but like
0: i like just seattle for obvious reasons i mean i don't know
1: i think my favorite seasons are probably like boston miami Right. Yeah,
0: Miami's good.
1: Um, and on, I, I don't know. I just love the cast for like the Boston season. So,
0: yeah, that one is a, that was a good one too. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of things. There were a lot of like real topics that came up in that season too. Yeah. All right. Sorry for our real world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So another. Okay. So Mary Cherry. They like interview her at the school. She's one of the, the the students there, and she's just like, oh my god, this can't be happening. This teacher cannot be like molesting this other male student. And then um, then another like really fucked up line that Galecki says. Who is like what is his name? Jason. Yeah. I think Jason Bach is his name. Yeah. And he says like. Uh, teachers have to learn that no means no, at least until they drop out. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's pretty bad. And then I love that Bill gets suspended and I think he gets, no, he doesn't, no, he does get paid. Does he get paid or does yeah. he not? Yeah. He doesn't get paid, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause he like doesn't care and he like tends to his garden. Yeah. And he's just like, whatever, I'm just home now. It's okay. So he like doesn't really one way or another about it. And then um, Matt calls Bill And tells him like, uh, you know, I'm like we're in LA, like this is where we are, like come help us, like blah blah blah. So then he tells Lao Love, at AKA the cop, who already is like has a missing persons report, I think, on Matt. So they go out there and they go to LA to bring Matt back, so Matt can come and like dispel the rumors, and Jason will love Matt again. Like this is all like fairy whoa, (laughs) like story. Like you'll see it, so you so you know. Um, so it's weird that this is, there's a lot of, uh, geography confusion. (laughs) I kind of don't know whether or not they're in Indiana or LA because I think they're filming them in the same place. So I don't really know when they're supposed to be in Indiana until they're in the house, but like that house is probably in LA Yeah, and the street is too. So, which is super weird, but, um, so they get to LA, they find Matt, it's like a sub shop or something, or like a taco shop out in LA. So she's pregnant. And then they're like, we all need to meet. We all need to meet. (laughs) So then they meet for dinner, the four of them. uh, Lucia is there. She's there. She's come out there. And it's weird that her, Lucia and Bill have this really weird relationship. Like, she's kind of like, I think he's almost like the perfect man for her. It's just that he's gay. Yeah. I don't know if she's like trying to get him to like her. Or like, does she believe that he's gay or what? I don't know. It It seems kind of murky. Um. Yeah, it seems a little bit like she may be in love with him, but we're (laughs) not sure. So then the four of them have dinner, and in this. At this point, like, Christina Ricci's the only one ordering alcohol. She's massive. <laughs> she's, like, five months pregnant or something like mm-hmm. that, like, five and a half. And she's, like, everyone else is ordering, like, regular Coke and Diet Coke. And she's, like, Long Island iced tea. And they're, like, uh, you can't drink that. And she's, like, do you know how much of this baby owes their life to Long Island iced teas? <laughs> like, it's okay. And she's like still smoking. So then Lisa Kudrow makes like the best thing. And she's like, look, I've been teaching high school girls for like 15 years. I knew a lot about pregnancies. Yeah. <laughs> you are five and a half months, which means there is no way that this can be Matt's baby. Mm-hmm. Plot twist. Yeah. Yeah. It's not.
1: <laughs> I mean, if being a public high school teacher doesn't make you an expert in like pregnancy, then like nothing will. Like Nothing.
0: Right. <laughs> like, she's like uh i know so they stole uh they stole the 10k from the deposit box so obviously knows and i love that this one quote that lucia says she's like oh don't you ever realize there's a probability that they're in a trunk somewhere with waco pamphlets <laughs> <laughs> it's a, like, fucking crazy cult. and then during this whole thing she's like I think it's Dee, Dee. She's like, "Look, you're going to help us pay for expenses. His job does not pay for this and you need to essentially they're like blackmailing them." Yeah. And she's like, "So you need to pay for all of this and I stole the ashes of your partner." <laughs> and she gives the urn back, and there's nothing in it. And she's like, "You'll get the ashes back when I get our money, and you leave us the fuck alone."
1: <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and then so ashes. And then, like, I guess they also admit that they got married in Vegas, which is oh, that's right. They don't, I'm not sure if they revisit again, but I'm like, what?
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I know. I can't wear the ring because my hand is swollen. I was like, okay, so they never talking about divorce either, like. Or even, like, the fact that they're husband and wife and they press charges. Yeah. Or, like, that they testify uh, for or against each other, which, is like, happens later. (laughs) Oh, and Randy is this guy from back home, who I forgot to mention. They show him quickly in the beginning, that she really, that Dee Dee really likes because he has one ball and he's super nice to, like, everybody. (laughs) Yeah. He's super nice that people are nice to him. Yeah. But he's actually not a good guy. He's a fucking asshole. But that's the father. Because she got pregnant before she left home. And, uh... Yeah. So I was like, Dee, like she grabs the money, leaves. Cause they're like taking the, they're like taking the money and stuff. And uh, I think uh, Bill, okay. Bill's wants Matt back in Indiana so he can refute these charges and he can get his school job back. But it's weird that like they have this huge like conversation, like Lucia, Bill and Matt are all like, come on, man. Like she's, she's going to be with this other guy because Randy shows up and mm-hmm. fucking, well, it's a really weird segment when I think like Bill and Lucia are like trying, like sneaking around to their apartment. Yeah. They like find it with her and that's when they find Randy and uh, Dede together. And they're like, Oh shit, you're the, you're the fucking guy. So you're taking this money.
1: There is a great exchange of lines in the scene when, um, between uh, Lucia and Bill, when, um, when uh, I think at some point Lucia's like, you know, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I actually feel sorry for Matt. And then, like, Bill says, he made his bed, he can lie in it. And then Luke is like, if there's room.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> if there's room, yeah. And I love that Matt, like, they they find Matt and they tell him, like, yo, she's playing you. She's got this other guy. And he kind of, like, guilt his way into, like, making them feel bad for her. He's like, she's probably got trauma. She said it was her stepdad abuser. And they're like, she was lying. (laughs) The whole thing's going to lie. Because at first she said it was her stepdad's kid. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, then do you find out later? Like, no, that's not true. But they're like, she's lying. She's lying. This is fucking crazy. I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, but he's still riding for Didi. Yeah. Like Matt is yeah. totally still like riding for Didi. He's like I don't care who's the who the baby's father is. I still want to raise this kid. Like he's like I want to have a normal life and then of course Bill's like fuck you. Yeah. Like, you know, you want to have a normal life. Like what the fuck does that mean? Like there is no fucking normal really. Um so then Didi and and Randy are in this like old motel. And then they had this, like, gnarly fight, mm-hmm. which, thank God, the camera panned away when he was, like, beating her and hit her head into the, like, stone wall. Yeah, to, yeah. like, bashed her. And then she's like, I think you hurt the baby. I think something happened. So they have this, like, tussle, and you kind of see it off camera. And then it scrolls, and you hear a gunshot. And then you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. She has that gun. And then you find out that, like, he was on top of her, like, strangling her or something, and she shot him, so she mm-hmm. killed him. But it was like, you know, I was like, it's not... I mean, it's justified because he's he was, like, being really crazy. But she's like, oh, he was really nice. I feel bad. Like, but, you know, whatever. Like, that's how it is. So she's on the run now. Didi's on the run. We see that uh, Lucia and Carl, which had this weird – it was super weird. Carl's wife died a long time ago, and he's ended up banging her nurse. Yes. <laughs> and Lucia, like, kind of brings this up because she's – I know he's, like, when they first see each other, she's like – he's like, oh, hey, hey, Lucia, I haven't seen you in a while. She's like, last time I saw you was at the funeral. You know, Nancy's funeral. (laughs) (laughs) The one who died, your wife who died. And he's like, yeah, I know. So then later on, we just We like, we just see them again and there's something weird going on between them. So then they finally end up hooking up. And I love when you see outside, like they're outside the motel and then Christina Ricci's voiceover is just like, we're not going to go inside that room. (laughs) You know, what's happening in there. It's gross. It's weird. Turns out she's one of those talkers, you know, baby. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah
1: give it to me now daddy take me home
0: yeah <laughs> it's so funny um so then bill goes back to indiana and then he gets jason like at his at his front door is like get in the car and has this tape from fucking Dee. <laughs> she's like blackmailing him essentially like look give us money and you know, like, this will all go away and he'll end up, and the guy, Jason, will end up rescinding your charges and saying that nothing happened, and you'll get your job back. I wrote, there's tons of road tripping in this film. <laughs> I feel like oh, yeah. people are constantly on planes and cars and, like, doing all this crazy shit. Like, Lucia, and, like, is chasing them. At yeah. one point, like, Lucia <laughs> is, like, chasing, uh, and they're in, like, Big Bear. It looks like they're in, like, Big Bear in, like, California. They're in, like, the mountains. I was like, where the fuck are we? I, so then he. I think he's like following, he's taking them to Canada. Yeah. He's like, take me to them. And she's hot on the trail. Lucia's like behind them, so she's like following them, which is so funny. Oh yeah, well, they
1: do make that like pit stop and at like that gas station and like Lucia and Jason run run, run into each other. Oh, that's right. He's and then, the snacks. And then like from that point on, Lucia's like, Well, I I guess I'll follow I'll, I'll follow them. Yeah.
0: So, and then they're in Canada. Yeah. And oh, how easy it is to just cross the border into Canada. It seems <laughs> she's like oh, definitely on the run. Um, So Jason takes Bill to Canada to this amazing log cabin. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it looks really nice. Yeah, it looks super nice. Have you and, have you ever been to Canada? No. Um Have you?
1: I I, no, I don't think so. You don't think so? <laughs> You're like um, maybe. <laughs> I um I I mean. I think my mom said they like took a trip to like Nova Scotia when I was like a year old or something. And I was like, well, I don't oh, know. Okay.
0: <laughs> I know. Oh god, I, I wish like I yeah, I haven't been to Canada. I mean I would like to go if the world is still existing. Yeah. And have like a normal flow after a while. You know, we get this fucking virus under control, but who the fuck knows? Yeah. Um so yeah, this log happened super nice. And then Dee, and then they have this like weird conversation, blah, blah, blah. Matt is like I really love Jason. He makes me happy. And Bill's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, yeah, (laughs) what's going on? Like, why do you like this guy? I'm like, who cares? Just let him go. He's fucking, he's dumb. He's like a dumb 25 year old guy. So then it's funny when Didi like goes into labor. I wrote her voice is so funny. And one of my favorite quotes is, is Lucia going, are you having contractions? She's like, no, this is my sleeping phase. What do you think? (laughs) Violently screaming. And then I love when she goes into labor and they have a split screen. Yeah, so she's like, I know you don't want to see this because this is just every other labor scene and like every other film, and then it's all like split screen. And then you, on the other side, you just see like Lucia like putting up her coat and like something super mundane <laughs> and lame, and I think that's so funny. And then I love that while in delivery, she finds out she's she has a boy, and then she's like, "Can you check his balls?" <laughs> yeah, you know, just one like the father. um And then also we find out that Lucia's pregnant. Yay! Yay! <laughs> And she, uh, yeah, which is so funny. So then uh, Dee ends up, we have like kind of a recap that Didi ends up going to jail for six months for leaving the scene of a crime yeah. because of what happened in like Palm Springs. They were in LA, they were in Palm Springs. I, I don't know where everyone was at one point. I feel like there's Canada, there's Palm Springs, there's LA, there's Indiana, and there's Louisiana. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> There's just so many places where everything takes part. And then uh, so then you see at the end, like RJ is his name. Bill's taking care of uh, Randy Jr. Mm-hmm. And Lucia has had her baby when it must've been like a year later. Cause she's like out of jail. Yeah. And then, um, and then I love the, my favorite, one of my favorite scenes is at the end where DD is just like, Talking about like what she's learned, and she's like, you know, I don't know why people deal with sex. It always leads to like something horrible, like a kid or a relationship. (laughs) 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 Who the fuck wants that? (laughs) And then she's like, I want the opposite of that. Like, and then then she kind of like realizes, and she like you know does the whole kind of montage of like all these people and their relationships. And then she's like, well, maybe maybe it's like overrated, maybe it's not. And she just has this like, and then she's like, but whatever, I'm just gonna sit here and figure it out. And then she's like, get out of here. No, get out of here! And then she like tells the camera like, "Go, yeah, get out." <laughs> and that's how it ends. Which is so funny. I just love it. it's so funny. Oh yeah, um,
1: and then I w- love how her how like the last line is. I will tell you one thing. I was. Never the same again after that summer.
0: I know. (laughs) I think at the beginning she said that. She's like, This is not going to be like one of those films where, like, you're going to like me and I'm going to be like super sweet the whole time. Like, you're probably going to hate me and you're probably going to be like this and wonder why is all this happening and everything. And yeah. And then she's like, Don't you hate those films where it's like, I never was a tame after that last summer. And then they tell you like what happened. and be, like, <laughs> definitely what The whole thing was. So it was really funny. And I liked how you were mentioning earlier, I think by text that like, I love the character development in this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, um, no, I, I saw it was cool how even like minor characters were still just like really complex people.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: you know how like, you know, Matt, you know, has this relationship with Bill and then with Dee Dee, and then they get married. And then he, they decide not to be romantic together. And then, like, he hooks up with Jason, and you know, it's just, oh, it's just and Jason's
0: multi layered too. Yeah, 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 which is which is kind of funny. Oh, another really great quote is uh, Dee going, God, how does a woman get so bitter? And Lucia's like, observation, <laughs> <laughs> which is so funny. There are so many great, um, there's so many great uh, lines like throughout this whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just it's just really funny. Now for music, I don't have much uh, because there just there aren't many songs. I don't think yeah, even
1: um, in I, this phone. I, I didn't really hear any songs of note. I do like the song that's playing over the opening credits. Um, that's like, you know, um, what
0: is the song in the opening credits? I don't
1: know. It's like something 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 i don't
0: know <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna look it up let me find out i was gonna say for the let me see i have let me <laughs> we're so unorganized here <laughs> let me find out what the song is okay there's okay it's performed by genie stall it's called looking for love there okay. are only three songs credited um looking for love and then there's a uh, pilot mode by mason daring and then there's for another clown. Um, also written and performed by Shane Koss and Adrian Hertzholder. So clearly soundtrack was not important.
1: No, I don't think so. I
0: think so, so. Yeah, especially for the money too. Yeah. Like $5 million, it probably just, that wasn't really like in the budget to have that in there. Yeah. But As far as fashion goes. Oh my do God. Do you have any fashion notes?
1: Um, so I love Dee Dee's like funeral outfit. Um, in the mm-hmm. beginning, it's like a super low cut. Like kind of, I think it's like a light blue, like, mini dress and like she's and she's like smoking a cigarette and has like the big 90s sun sunglasses on mm-hmm. um you know um so i i thought that was cool um i um i think that's it
0: <laughs> so. i love the grungy wardrobe of um of uh jason yeah that was cool i think he looks really cool um matt looks pretty boring and basic i liked dd's Dee outfit at the end which is that yellow cardigan and that like blue dress mm-hmm. i like that her hair is longer at yeah. the end she has that longer blonde hair and she has that like she has this cool like platform sandals and like jeans and that like kind of halter top which mm-hmm. is kind of cool um everyone else was pretty boring she has that really cool i think it's like a like a well, the black bikini's really cool. Yeah. That she's wearing at the the pool. That's like super 90s. And she has that really cool like gold dress
1: mm-hmm.
0: that I think she has on when she's in the motel when she's fighting oh, with yeah. Randy. Um and then also the the funeral outfit has those really cool leopard collars oh, like yeah. on the hands and on the the top, the neck collar, which is really cool. Um she just I love the way she looks blonde. Yeah. She, and her makeup is cool. She has that like light eyeshadow,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, which is super neat. And then she, and then she has a red lip. She looks a lot like how she looked in Buffalo '66. Oh, okay. Which I think was after this. Okay. I guess maybe it was like '98, '99, something like that. But yeah, she obviously has like the best outfit. She has oh, the yeah. red nails. Um, she yeah, she just looks super cool. She looks super fucking cool. Yeah um so what are your favorite scenes and lines um so
1: i love the um i love the scene when they um when they tell bill that she's pregnant
0: yeah that's my, one of my
1: favorites um i um i also love that montage at the end when she's doing the like voiceover and just shows like all the couples kind of like together
0: uh-huh.
1: um you know just like of like you know bill and um uh Bill and, like, his first boyfriend, then Bill and his new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, I'm trying to think.
0: And Carl um, and Lucia. Yeah. And, like, they have a baby. Um,
1: and then, um, I do love how, like, when, uh, Didi and Lucia first meet, how, like, Didi's just, like, I guess she's trying to make conversation. She's like, yeah, so Bill's kind of old, right? He's like, and then Lucia's like, yeah, he's, like, 35. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's like, he's 35! I like, well... <laughs>
1: Um, and okay. then um, I, I, I I like that um, scene when like they're in like the sandwich shop. Then but they don't, and they're looking for Matt. And you know, Lucia's like, "Oh well, maybe you know you like probably it's, maybe maybe you have to chalk it up to destiny." You know, you'll probably it, you know maybe you'll never see him again until you're sitting next to each other on a plane. And Bill's like, "I don't believe in destiny." And then Lucia's like, "Ah, ah, ah, ah fuck who who does?"
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> um. And then, um, oh, and then I love how um, during, like, that confrontation scene when, like, Dee Dee and Randy sort of, like, rob uh, Matt and, like, take the money that's left over from the safe deposit box. Mm -hmm. How, like, uh, Matt and Randy get get into a fight and Dee Dee's like, Randy, be (laughs) Christ-like. Yeah,
0: (laughs) that's right, she does. So, yeah. I thought also just as a whole, the script was really good. It was it, 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 like just it was really smart. It was really funny. Um, it, it just yeah, it was really good for. And I feel like it's pretty ahead of its time. Yeah.
1: Well, um, I, I remember when it first came out, I was just really excited because there just weren't a lot of movies with like gay characters.
0: Yeah, you I was know? gonna say it's considered like an LGBT film. Yeah. at least that's what it's categorized as. But yeah, that's true. There weren't that many. There was like Billy's Hollywood Screen Kiss. Mm-hmm which was like, I mean, that was super underground. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or there are a lot of people that were playing a lot of, well, I think everyone in here. Oh my God. Wait, I love when, <laughs> I just remembered another funny bit. I love when, uh, uh, Lucia's like going to Bill's house and it's after all the media is like, uh, you know, hounding him after like the whole charges came out and they're all yelling at her and she's like, I'm just trying to get inside. Like, leave me alone. And they're like, are you a lesbian? Do you watch <laughs> Alan? <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, they're like screaming and then she like closes the door After that's so funny and she's like oh my god and he's like oh, i'm gonna go out there and she's like no but there's reporters everywhere and he's like no i'm going out which is super funny but it's, it's crazy that like the media was like so accusatory back then oh yeah. it was just like you know are you gay oh my god do you watch ellen like she's the only gay person yeah but i guess in like 97 98 like she had just come out and it was like a big deal yeah,
1: on I, um, her sitcom. I actually just like watched a, I think like recently, like it was twenty years since that since that episode aired, oh, and I, I watched this thing on Ellen, um, where because she, she had a reunion with Laura Dern, who played her love interest in that episode, oh. and uh, with um and with and, and with Oprah Winfrey, who played her therapist, and they said that like, I think um Laura Dern said that she didn't get any work for like two years, like f- following that, like um like because she filmed that really um, yeah and like i mean um and i remember like oprah had this like special episode where like she had Ellen on and like she's like answering questions and like you know oprah said she got all this like hate mail and people were just like i can't believe you would do this you know and like, um so i mean i don't know like i mean um and it, like i don't know it was just such, such a big deal
0: yeah, it really was. And I think she was on the cover of like The Advocate. Yeah. Like right after. And I think I, I think I read too or I heard or watched on some show that like I think a lot of ad sponsors dropped out. Mm-hmm. Like like all the advertisements for the show, like for ABC or whatever. I think it was ABC that she was on. I think. Was it ABC yeah. or was it NBC? I yeah. think it was ABC, yeah, right? So. so like she um yeah, I think a lot of like advertisers dropped too yeah. because that they aired that because they were like standing behind it. But I think she had another season after that, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it wasn't like canceled. It's not like the show was canceled, but yeah, I remember that. It's really crazy. Yeah, and even I was just even thinking when, um, like how much gay rights have changed and evolved. Because even just watching the old Real World, it was like a big deal if if someone was gay in the oh, house. Yeah. yeah, it was like they would ask like right away, or or like in New Orleans when, um. Danny was dating the guy in the military mm-hmm. and he was like fuzzed out because yeah. like if they found out he would you know, be like thrown out or something. And then they had, you know, like Genesis in Boston,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like that was kind of novelty. I remember when she was hanging out with this, this guy who was like a drag queen and they were like, what's the deal? Like what's going on there? And she was just like, I don't know. He's my friend. Like, but it was so novelty for then, yeah. you know, like, and they were just same yeah. with like, Pedro in San Francisco. Yeah, I mean that was a pretty clear.
1: Well, I mean, um, I um, I, I feel like the nuances of sexuality are like a lot more, you know it's like a lot more complicated now. So like there wasn't, yeah, you know. So you know, I um, I forget what it is, but I think there's like actually a term for, you know, or you know, for like for like women who like are attracted to predominantly to like men in drag. You know, like
0: oh oh yeah, I'm sure there. Is. So
1: um, you know, and so like um, everyone was just like, but we don't, but but that doesn't make sense. And I was like, well, this, I don't know. Who cares? Maybe you're not asking the right questions. <laughs>
0: like, yeah. Or like, who cares? Yeah. That's what she likes. Like, what's the big deal? I mean, but yeah, it was very like, why? But like, she knows they're men. I remember there's an episode where she's like, there, she knows they're men. Why, why would she do that? Like, why does she want that? I was like, what does it matter? Yeah. I mean,
1: you don't have to date him. <laughs> so, no. Like, you know
0: it's so crazy but thank god for that that we've yeah. evolved past that um so my favorite scenes and lines are basically yours the only one i will add to yours is the dinner in la when she steals uh. the ashes <laughs> that's like and then all these revelations happen like he's not the father she's stolen the ashes yeah she's blackmailing them like that that i just find really hilarious and then my favorite line was the one i said earlier where it was like there's so many so it's almost like the entire script is just so funny And, um, the, are you having contractions? No, this is my sleeping phase. What do you think? (laughs) She's like heaving and screaming and hauling, which is super funny. So, so yeah, man, this is a, this is a short episode, but, um, we are so excited about next month because it's the first and I should have been doing this earlier, which I actually just talked about earlier to Mike on the phone that I need to do a housekeeping segment in the front of the show. So Mm. that will happen in the next one where I have a script of what's actually going on, where you can find the podcast online and all that kind of bullshit and formatting notes and we're going to be doing one film a month from the 2000s to the 2020 range so we'll announce it on the first of the month so this is the first but i'm going to already announce it but we're going to do rules of attraction oh nice um so yeah that's going to come out on the second sunday of the month so look out for that and then yeah i did a poll for the first one but the next one will be a surprise but i guess i'll let people know about it and listen to it on iTunes. Give us five stars. Helps the podcast grow. More people see us. Listen on Spotify. Follow there. Stitcher. Google. iHeart. Fucking everywhere. I don't know. I put it everywhere. <laughs> so <laughs> listen to it. Send us emails. Um, on the Instagram is at Fashion Grunge Pod. Charles, where can they find you? Um I, um, I, I'm on
1: Instagram just under my name, Charles Haslam.
0: Yeah, so so go check that out. It's in the show notes. You can click it. Um, I put everyone's names in there too. So yeah, this was so fun. This is a a nice little short one, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a great film. It's really smart. I think people out there will really like it, especially if you're a Christina Ricci fan. I think people really are. So it's probably one of her underrated films, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't think a lot of people have seen it. So take advantage on Amazon Prime. And I think it might be on some other free services as well. So check that out. Yeah, check that out. So yeah, we will see you on the next one. Yay. Bye. Bye.